I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode number 77, and I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant. Uh, today, I want to make a quick video, a quick episode, um, specifically around why it's so scary to think about building your first sales team and why it doesn't have to be. Uh, so as most of you know, I run a company called Permission to Sell Consulting Group, and we specialize in helping people build and grow their sales teams. But a lot of the people that come to us are really nervous and they may have uh, tried to build a sales team and, and struggled. They may have a few people in place that, uh, that they didn't, didn't work out, or maybe they're not sure if they're working out. Uh, some people will bring on a team and a manager and try to do it all at once and invest a bunch of time and money. And it just kind of falls apart and that, that can make it scary, but it doesn't have to be. And in this episode, I want to share uh, three of the key things that you need to do to successfully hire or put together a high-performance sales team. Uh, so number one is this, and this is specifically for people that don't have a sales team, you're a solopreneur, or you've got maybe some, some support like admin assistants, virtual assistants, things like that. But uh, one, we want to make sure you make yourself replaceable. And so what I mean by that is you want to be able to create processes around what you do. But in order to do that, you need to be successful in the process that you have end to end. So for example, you need to be able to um, promote however you're promoting, whether it's organic or whether you're promoting your, your company through paid ads of some sort. And people who are curious come into your pipeline or into your sales funnel and they get on a call with you. Well, the process that exists and not just the conversation, but the process that exists from the point where they are first introduced to your brand to the point where they say yes and they pay, that is the entire client journey. And you want to make sure that it, what you have in place right now is successful. Um, it's like you hear people talk all the time about, about webinars and um, how they want to put it on automated or an evergreen webinar right away. But, if you record a webinar and you don't know if it converts, all you're doing is repeating something that's not successful. And a lot of people do that. They say, you know what? I've got this great product. I've got this great service. And, um, you know, I've, I've sold it to a few people that I know and I want to build a team. And that's really challenging to do it from that perspective because you don't have an end to end process that works for, you know, cold inquiries or cold leads. And so you're going to end up making it up on the fly. So as the business owner, you want to be able to chart that process that every lead goes through. And, and you're going to find people in different places, right? You might find them on social media platforms. You might find them in mastermind groups. You might find them at networking events, and those are all okay. But you want to keep track of what you're doing. Because if you've closed at least 10 sales of your product, you're going to be able to see some commonalities in the process. You wouldn't have 10 different ways to enroll people. And so what's working, what's not, and get that process as tight as possible. Um, a lot of people come to us and aren't use, using a CRM. They're uh, managing their leads on a spreadsheet. Well, that's tough because 
you're missing out on a lot of opportunity for some automation tracking. You want to always make sure you know where your leads are and where they're at in the, in the sales process. And although if you're, if you plan to stay solo, you can do it in a spreadsheet. Uh, we always recommend moving to a CRM, which is client relationship management system. And what that'll do is not only allow you to build out a process in the system and make it repeatable, but it allows you to create a, a consistent process. So whether your sales team is one person or your sales team is 15 people, it's all the same, but you need to create that structure, that framework to, uh, for the sales process so that your new sales rep that you're going to hire knows what they're supposed to do. They know where they can, uh, what the process is for the client or the prospect and take them along that journey. But most importantly, it needs to be successful with you because here's a, the, a key piece that most founders overlook. And that is what you're doing right now is probably something you have a lot of expertise in. And that means that if you jump on a call or do a presentation and get a bunch of questions, you can probably answer every question under the sun. And that's great. But that's because you've got all this experience. And so when time comes to put a sales rep in that position, you need to be able to take that 20 years of knowledge out of your head and give it to them. Now, it doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, I'm a big fan of the 80-20 rule, right? What's the 20% you can give them that'll get them 80% of the way? Start there, configure out the rest later. But that first point, okay, I'm getting a little bit tangenty here, but that first point is you need to make yourself replaceable, which means the process has to work and then you have to write it down. You have to create that process and document it in a place that people can reference, so that's one, make yourself replaceable. Number two is get clear on who you want to hire. And what I mean by that is there's different roles in sales. And we've talked about this on the episode or on the show before, but you might be looking for a business development rep, which is somebody that goes out and cold calls or sends messages to people. Maybe they do messaging sequences on LinkedIn. Maybe they do cold email. Maybe they go knock on doors. That's a business development rep. Is that who you want? And if, if you do, that's okay. Um, that's someone that can bring more business to your existing process. So if you're good at the sales calls right now, you do have the process tightened up, but you still need to get a little bit more clear on exactly what flow you'll need for a sales rep. You can, you can still do the closing yourself and get another business development rep to, to go out and find that business for you. So that's one thing. Um, you might be looking for a sales rep. Maybe that sales rep is someone that is just a closer, someone that uh, jumps on booked calls has the conversation, find out what's important to the person um, and helps them say yes to something that's going to have a, a positive impact on their life. So that would be a closer. Um, you might have an account manager, which is somebody who might do the front end sale, but ultimately is responsible for the ongoing relationship because your business is structured around either repeat sales or upsells and things like that, or uh, ongoing um, like a subscription or a membership where you want to make sure that relationship stays so you continue that ongoing revenue. So that's an account manager. Those are just three. Uh, there's also someone that's specifically to booking appointments, like an appointment setter. That's a different role again. So that's four different potential roles that could fall under the realm of sales rep. And there's more. And you can have hybrid roles. You can have somebody that you want them to do uh, multiple. Maybe you want them to do end to end. You want someone that's going to go and do the outreach. They're going to book their own appointments. So they're a business development rep. They're an appointment booker. They are a closer. They are an account manager. And um, 
and, and they also need to continue to follow up on the leads that haven't converted yet. Well, that's like the dream person, but I need to tell you, it's kind of the unicorn. Okay, most people are really good and enjoy one or two parts of the process, not all of it. There's some people that can go out and do business development like nobody's business. They can do the outreach, they can send the messages, they can call, they can cold call. But they're not great in the one-on-one conversation when it comes to matching the benefits that your product or solution has with the challenges that the person has. Okay, Their niche is being able to get, give somebody a hook to get them intrigued enough to jump on the next appointment. And that's great. You want that. But just know that that's a specific skill. The, the closer, okay, the person that jumps on the phone, they're really good at relationships. They're good at asking tough questions, deep questions. And from there, um, they're going to go in and, and help move somebody f- forward towards that sale. But that is a very unique skill and one that you're not going to find in somebody who probably, who, who just likes to book uh, appointments for somebody who is more of a business development rep. It's a different skill set. And then the account manager side is different again, because it's about that relationship, but it's more of a, Hey pal, how you doing? What's going on? How can I help? Versus the closing call, which is let's get deep. I need to figure out where your problems are so I can help you solve them. So you need to get really, really clear on who it is you're hiring. What's that position you're hiring, hiring for. And once you have that, and I would encourage you to design an avatar of who that ideal rep is and the role that you want to fill right now. And it it shouldn't be all of those roles we mentioned. You might need all of them right now, but you're going to have to stick with being at least two of them for now. Okay. Depending on what's going on. If you have lead generation system in place, great. You don't need a business development rep. Maybe you need a closer. And as the volume gets up and, and depending on your business model, then you can bring an account manager after the fact. Right. But, um, for now, like, let's figure out what the most urgent position to fill is. And then we go from there because the next step is to design their compensation plans, which I'm not going to get into right now, but it's different for each type of person. When you figure out who you hire, then you can use um, structures. And we have templates and things that, that we use um, in our course, the Launch My Sales Team course. Uh, we give you templates based on what that role is and what it looks like. And makes we make it super simple for you. Okay, we also include job listings and structures and templates um, that'll help you go out and get those people fast. Now, the final thing that I want to mention. Now, this isn't a, a, an all-inclusive list. This is just three of the, the pieces. Um, there's actually about twelve steps, but I'm going to keep it simple today. The most and, and think of these as the three most valuable things that you can do, so that it doesn't have to be scary. And I don't want to make it feel overwhelming. And I know there's a lot of pieces. But if you can do these three things, you can have a sales team uh, in a matter of a couple of weeks. Okay. So the third one is this. Make sure they drink the Kool-Aid. What I mean by this is you need to have them believe. They need to have as much conviction, as much belief in the product and the solution that it provides as you do. Because that's where they're going to sell. Okay, there's people that can come in and sell whatever. You just give them features and benefits. They can pitch it and that's fine. But if you want a deep connection, you want a long-term client relationship, you need someone that can put a little bit of emotion behind that sale. Right? If you believe in what you're selling, you believe that the offer that you have will provide a solution that isn't available anywhere else, or at least isn't available to the person you're speaking to right now anywhere else, 
or is the best for them based on what's available right now. Okay, you might have uh, the you might not have the the most amazing computer speakers. No, I know that's a little bit of a dated example, but you might have great computer speakers. And you might know that the person that you're speaking to does not have the budget for a super high-end one. So yours is going to do the job so that they can have great sound out of their computer. They can continue to communicate during a pandemic and they can have an impact on people. So sell them those darn speakers. Does that make sense? Okay. So those are the, the three pieces. One, make yourself replaceable. This is probably the most complicated, the most complex one. So think about what you do day after day in your sales cycle and shift to documenting everything you do. Like think of the next lead that comes to the door. Where did they come from? It came from Facebook. Awesome. What happened next? Well, I sent them a message. Great. What messages did you send them? What was that copy, that, the, the text that you sent them? Maybe you can repurpose that. Okay, great. So you got the messaging going and you got them to jump on a call. Great. What happened on the call? Well, it was an initial conversation and we booked for a more thorough call. Great. Record those calls, transcribe those calls, use that to create a script or at least a framework so that you can build from it. This doesn't have to be hard. Okay. It's actually very simple. There's some work to it, but you're doing it anyway. Just push record on a screen recorder, record on a phone call or both document it. As you're going in a, a Google Doc is fun, right? You won't have to, don't have to complicate this stuff, but just start keeping track to get, clue, get clear on who it is you want to hire. What is that position that you want to fill now? What is the one that you need to take yourself out of? Don't say, I want to take myself out of sales because that's not going to happen right away. But if you don't want to do the business development, great. Get somebody to do that. If you want someone else to do the, the uh, appointment setting, do that. If you want someone else to do the closing, do that. Although I will say as the founder, you are probably going to be most successful and this transition will go um, as well as possible. If the last thing that you delegate is the closing role, you can put the other pieces around you first and you consistently can close those sales. It's going to put you in a more powerful spot um, because the actual closing and understanding what features and benefits of your solution match with people's needs is one of the harder things to train. So the longer you can stay in the actual closing part, um, the more quickly, or let me, let me change that. The, the less traction you're going to lose while you're building out your sales team. Cause inevitably what happens is this. Every time someone decides to bring a sales team on, they start to build it. And what happens is the sales drop and it's frustrating, but the reality is they don't have that 20 years of knowledge that you have. But if you can get everything around the closing tightened up and then hire someone who's a good closer and coach them well, train them well, and ideally you're going to hire at least two, then you're going to have a, a, a significantly less reduction in the sales that you're getting. Okay. Hope that makes sense. So make yourself replaceable, get clear on who you want to hire, and finally Make them drink the Kool-Aid. You need to make sure they're bought in. Whether it's the company's vision, it's the mission, but they got to believe in what you're doing. Some people who say, yes, I can totally sell this, if they have a doubt, 
That's going to come through in their conversations. If they have a hesitation, that's going to come through in their conversations. If they are not clear on exactly who it's going to help and why it's going to help them, whenever they think to themselves, I don't know if this is right for somebody, and it doesn't even have to be them thinking it's not right. They just need to think, I don't know if this is right. They're not going to close that sale. All right, guys. So that's the three. Make yourself replaceable. Get clear on who you want to hire and make them drink the Kool-Aid once they're there. All right. So that's it for this episode. This is episode number 77 of Sales Team Rescue. Building a sales team does not have to be that scary, guys. It doesn't have to be that scary. Those are three simple, they're not all easy, but three simple steps that'll help you build that sales team. Now, if you want support from me directly or my team, uh, feel free to reach out. You can go to salesteamrescue.com at the bottom of the page. There's a link to book a session with yours truly. Um, that is complimentary. I just want to get a feel for where you're at. If you're ready for a sales team, um, the biggest reason is if we build you a sales team and the rest of your business isn't ready, it's going to implode and we don't want that. Okay, but jump on a call. Let's just see if you're the right fit. Um, and if you are, then we'll see if, if we're the right fit. And if not, that's okay too. But I want to make sure that as we go into the new year and you're starting your planning and you're looking at, at what your, your revenue goals and your client goals are going to look like, consider the support that you need. Consider putting the people and the team in place to help you grow faster. There's only 24 hours in a day and those 24 hours are yours. How can you leverage them to grow your business faster? And I think one of the best ways to do it is by putting a sales team in place. All right, guys. So salesteamrescue.com, book a call with me. We will see if you are ready to grow your own sales team and check the same website for the replay of this episode, previous episodes, and link to the podcast right there at salesteamrescue.com. I will see you right here, Headspace TV, 2 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Remember, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. 